Welcome to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with Dr. Fuck and the Ayatollah of Alcohola, Ian Wadley, better known as Wadzilla. So enjoy another awesome, incredible episode of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Bam, 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 diddly dee. Hey, smack em. A gob. It is me. That's right, me, the popular one with... Oh, yeah, the other guy. What's the coat- up, Ralph? The coattail hanger. Oh. <laughs> I thought you called me the colored guy. I was like, oh, well, I am black Irish. Yeah, that is true. Well, what's up, dude? What you doing? Oh, um, I'm drinking some beers. Got me some uh, Rainer beer here, or Mount Reiner, whatever the fuck. I don't know. It's cheap, and it's Washington beer. That's my new uh, new drink. It's taken over the uh, St. Or not St. Paul's girl. That's when I was rich, uh, taking over my Rolling Rock. So right just knocking out, knocking out more fan episodes. Yeah, you know what I'm doing? What you doing? The greatest fucking podcast ever. Yeah, you damn right about that. Hell yeah, baboom. Ah, uh, well, fuck it. Let's get into it, man. We keep we we think we're at the end. We're knocking them out. We're doing another one tomorrow. I think already we put up like. 10 episodes up this month already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Just, I mean, we really are desperately trying to end this shit. <laughs> yes, and it we sucks. are. It sucks because when we're getting low, then one of these people has never said they, you know, what episode they wanted, they hate us back. It's like, fuck! You know, every time we go low, we gotta add episodes and shit. It sucks, man. I hate our listeners. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, hold on. We haven't got to the album yet. <laughs> oh, my God. And yeah, this album today, Jesus Christ. It makes oh, me think, man. do these people hate us? <laughs> There's a distinct possibility. Yeah. There's a distinct possibility on this one. Uh, yeah. But fuck it. Before that, let's get into some news, shall we? All right. What's up with the news? All right. Hey, man, did you see... Uh, that Trey dude, I cannot even pretend to say his last name. The dude from uh, Morbid Angel. Yeah, he passed out on stage. Yeah, man. Looks like he passed out drunk, too. <laughs> this this tour is oh. cursed. Holy shit. You, you think he was already, like, heading that way? Or did that... You think that roof collapse and kind of, you know, set him over the edge? Probably, man. Because I know... I mean, understandably, man, you mean... You fucking book a show and one of your fans dies. It's not cool, yeah. you know. It'll fuck you up, you know. I mean, yeah, unless you're me, unless you're me, because if one of my fans die, I wouldn't care. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't care if one of our fans died, but I, you know, in the back of my mind, I'd be like, "Ooh, I hope they had an episode we didn't do yet." Oh, I hope they had an episode we didn't do yet. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> just I'm kidding. Oh, that donated should die. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, then there was a video that went up a week ago of him drunk as shit outside the tour bus. And this is like in daytime. So, you know, he's getting loaded before the shows. And, you know, that one in Tampa was uh, proof of it. Yeah. It, and, man, what a, what a place to pull that shit. You know, Tampa, like the death metal capital of the fucking world. You know, that's yeah, where yeah. you should do your. 
your best show and pull out all the fucking stops. That's where they're from. Oh, man. Oh, they're a Florida band, too? Yeah, they're a Tampa band. Okay. Okay. For some reason, I didn't... In in my opinion, the greatest death metal band ever. Hmm. Interesting. I need to check more of them out to give that uh, assessment. But uh, you know, I don't mind them. Not a huge death metal guy. I like I like me some old, some obituary, a little bit of Cannibal Corpse. Of course, you know my favorite death metal band, Six Feet Under. So what the fuck do I know? Yeah, you'll hate you'll hate Morbid Angel. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not they're not fake enough. Yeah, yeah, they don't have good haircuts. Yeah. I don't know. I, no, no, me. I probably like that techno album they did. <laughs> well, it's technically. Just a few songs. It's not a whole techno album. There are some some cool death metal tracks on there. Yeah. Uh, not good enough to buy, though, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, watching that, man, I really felt bad for the band and for the fans, you know, paying money for that shit. You know, that's what's fucked up. You know, only I have a job where I can get drunk before I work, you know. These guys got to have their shit together. Party after the show. I wish you would have but, told uh, my bandmates that. <laughs> oh, oh, they didn't know? That's probably why you don't tour as much. <laughs> oh, man, my band members get fucking sloshed before shows. It's insane. There was one show that was kind of like Morbid Angel show last night. We played this warehouse show, and Willie just passed out like, like during the fucking second song. It was a <laughs> fucking train wreck, man. And, you know, he's like bashing down that fucking... Uh, what is it? Uh, that sweet liquor. What's it called again? F- uh, fire, fireball. Oh, ooh. oh, god. Yeah, he drank a bunch of that shit and passed out on stage. Oh man, no wonder. That's that's like chick shit. Oh yeah, man, terrible shit. Ugh, gross. Yeah, <laughs> you don't do that. You don't do that unless you're on the on the greatest podcast in the world. Yeah. But yeah, uh, again, you know, sucks for the fans, sucks for the band. Uh, you know, not a good, I think he's like 57 years old or 58 years old. Come on, get it together, old man. God damn it. All right. Yeah. Well, Dave, Megadeth's Dave Mustaine says, we really want to play and entertain and be the m- biggest metal band in history. Uh, uh, your time has passed. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're, you yep, know, yep. while you're. While you're out there opening for Five Finger Death Punch, uh, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be hard to dominate the metal scene when you're an opening act for that terrible band. Yeah, and it's you know another thing. Look how much you know news and controversy is out over the new Metallica album, what be it positive or negative. You know what I mean? It's all people are talking about. It's going you know doing good in the charts. Uh, you know, and that, that last Megadeth album, that really came and went. You didn't hear too yeah. much about that. I don't know? revisit it, it much. Yeah, I, I don't think I made it all the way through it, you know. And it's a shame because I thought Dystopia was a very strong record. It and, wasn't uh, bad. It wasn't a bad album, but, you know, it's not something I revisit. And the same thing with Dystopia. It's not a bad album. I just don't revisit it. You know, the other day I revisited Peace Hells. What yeah. a fuck. <laughs> You know, I'm telling you, dude, I was listening to Peace Cells the other day thinking to myself, my God, you want to talk about, like, the greatest Megadeth album and how hungry 
and pissed off and amazing that band was. You know that those oh. four people, Gar and fucking Chris, Chris and and Ellison, what a solid, solid fucking lineup. I made peace oh, cells, yeah. man. What an album. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that all Damn. revisit. Yeah, if they could have kept that shit up, holy fuck. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it ended right there. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you, Dave. <laughs> Godspeed. Yeah. Five finger death punch is gonna be bigger than you. They are bigger than you. What am I talking yeah. about? <laughs> I think they probably sold more records at this point. That's sad. They, they must have sold more records because Megadeth's opening for them. And you know another sad part? Five finger death punch formed twenty years after Megadeth did. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ugh. Well, there you go. All right. Well, our favorite villain on this show, uh, Sammy Hagar, he's come out against Slamming Dave. And I tell you what, I don't know who, who's got it worse. Uh, you know, Sammy for Dave or us for Sammy. I don't know. I, I, I think Sammy's got it worse for Dave than we have for him. He's holy he's shit. He's extremely jealous of Dave because most people love Dave. Most people pick Dave over Sammy. And, you know, as the years roll on, there's more and more Sammy Hagar hatred. You know, a lot right. of ha you know, a lot of people don't even have anything against Sammy. They just say, oh, when it comes to Van Halen, I, I like the Dave stuff. With Sammy, they got a little too commercial because they don't know what a putt Sammy Hagar is, but they know how terrible his music is. And, you know, <laughs> and and... Honestly, I mean, the shit doesn't sell. And he was also talking about in that same interview how there's a Van Hagar revival. <laughs> That's Where funny. is there a Van Hagar revival? You know? Nowhere. Not Nowhere. Happening. Just look at the record sales. Look at what you hear on the radio. And, uh, you know, I, I love he said, you know, oh, Dave does nothing now, you, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm still selling out arenas and shit. It's like, oh, really? <laughs> Come on, dude. You're playing fucking casinos, you know? Yep. You only sell out in St. Louis because those people are idiots. Yeah. What's your problem, Metal Mike? <laughs> Stop listening to that shit. Metal Mike's uh -huh. from from, uh, from there? From St. Louis? I believe, or he's St. Louis adjacent. Okay. Know? Well, he's a cool dude. I mean, there's an exception to every world. <laughs> yeah but uh no i i find it funny he still has to uh to go after him and and what's even worse is i i think even people you know now who you know he's talking about how bad dave's vocals are i think there's people plenty of people who would admit yeah they suck now and i'd still rather go see dave than you yeah well, <laughs> you know? I, I said it many times i would love to see dave on his worst day than sammy on his best day Oh, yeah. <laughs> By far. By far. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, fuck Sam. Yeah. Uh, what else is new? Oh, uh, Rick Allen is apparently still recovering from that attack in Florida. And uh, they're saying he still has no feeling in his left arm. <laughs> <laughs> He's still recovering from that attack in Florida. Man, that's that's longer than when he was recovering when, for losing an arm, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, fuck him. I'm still recovering from hysteria. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm still I'm still recovering of them losing Pete Willis. <laughs> yeah. Talk, come talk to us about pain, goddammit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, speaking of man, men in pain, your buddy uh, John Oliva, holy shit, does he got a fucking sad story going on. Uh, he's talking about it in the last year or so. His uh, stepson OD'd. His wife died. They and they don't give a uh, cause of death on the wife, but it's kind of alluded like she might have OD'd too. Uh, you know, and he got that uh, the DUI, and he's on probation, and I guess it's inhibiting him. You know, doing much touring, but he's trying to get special passes. But uh, holy shit, yeah. Doesn't sound like he's in a good place right now. You know, he's lost his brother and shit. I mean, that's been a long time, but uh, he says that the cops are purposely fucking with him because he's a rock star. <laughs> well, well, in his defense, I got to say, I did not hear that full interview, so I didn't get to the part for his wife dying and all that and his son ODing. But what I did hear, holy fuck, was he drunk in that interview. I mean, sloshed. So I yeah. guess he's, uh, yeah, he's medicating the pain, I guess. But he was so drunk in that interview. I started hearing it, but then I had to go do something. But I'll listen, I'll listen to the rest. Well, then that doesn't, uh, uh, that doesn't bode well for this new album they're doing. And maybe explains why he's only doing so many tracks. But, you know, in a previous interview, he says he's doing better and eating better and losing weight and really wants to perform well on this what he's calling his last hurrah. But if he's that fucked up, uh, I don't think that bodes too well <laughs> for the new no, shows. Man. He's a very big, unhealthy guy. I'm amazed he's still alive, to tell you the truth. Yeah. You know, I, I know he has lost some weight. I saw pictures, but still huge. But he has lost some weight. That is true. Yeah, and he's in his 60s, too. I think he's like 63 or so. Such a nice guy, man. I've hung out with John Oliva on three different occasions. Guy's yeah. personable, very nice. He's funny. Yeah, it's sad, man. It's sad what's happening to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, for for the sabotage fans, I hope he pulls it together. And uh, you know, they're one of those bands. Hey, I, I've never gotten it. I mean, I like the few songs on All the Mountain King. I absolutely could not stand Gutter Ballet, and I, I don't think I've really checked anything else out. But uh, there's a lot of people. Bill Wang, you, uh, Eric, uh, RMCP, somebody else. I don't know. There's the people who like sabotage are really fucking into them. So you know, for your guys' sake, uh, I hope he does a good job. And they yeah, go I'm, real, I'm really into them, but I'm really into the early shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Best of luck to him, man. I hope he gets his shit together, too. Yeah. Nah, if, if, not, if not, he should start a, a new band with Trey Agglund's like, oh, no, no. Yeah. You know? You know, a funny, a funny John Oliva story, which is a weird fluke. I used to go to Specs, Specs to buy records on Fifth Street here on the beach, and across the street was a little club called Senor Frogs. And yeah, I've heard yeah, and I walked across the street, and there he is, sitting outside on a table. I was like, no, that can't be him. No, he doesn't even live down here. It was weird. Weird weird meeting one time when I met him outside of Senor Frogs. 
But he's a nice guy? Super nice guy, man. This is really... Yeah, it, it hurts. It hurts to see him like this, man. I didn't know about his son and his wife and all that. I didn't get that far in the interview, but... Yeah, hearing him was depressing, too, how drunk he was. And, you know, it was weird. He was very loud, and it was a horrible interviewer. The guy, like, spoke a really bad English, and he asked him on two... <laughs> He asked him on two separate occasions, what's the name of the new album? Like, he asked him once, and John goes, no, well, we don't have a name for it yet. And then, you know, a couple questions later, what's the name of the new album? I was like, yeah, this interviewer sucks. Why can't I get John Weaver? What's wrong with him? His English are not so good. <laughs> hey, uh, sure. I, I, I saw you posted it today, but I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. How'd your interview with uh, the dude from Forbidden go? Uh, it went very well. Um, the only problem was, and I felt really bad about this, we had to do it on Zoom. And oh. I'm not paying Zoom. And Zoom doesn't yeah. let you do anything over 40 minutes. Oh, so I, man. At the very end, when the little thing said running out of time, I cut I cut yeah. the interview off. You know, But I got enough out of them. I, you know, he talked about the reunion. I had him talk about some of the albums. And... You know, basically that was it. You know, but it's a oh, good interview. Okay. It's good. I mean, the guy talked a lot. He was cool. Awesome. Well, congratulations. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Yeah, it's a cool interview. All right. Well, here's something I, I got to ask you, man. You know, aside from being the uh, the the greatest boss, the best looking boss, uh, you know, you're very wise, boss. Uh, I gotta ask your your professional opinion here. Well, uh, see, I, 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 well yeah, yeah. Duran Duran is a boy band. Oh, well, don't like. Um, but Iron Maiden has announced uh, fall 2023 tour dates in Western Canada. Hmm. Do you feel I should make the trek to Canada? Because I really, really want to see this tour. Um. Do you think I should do the trek to Canada, or do you think they're probably going to end up doing some uh, some U.S. dates on this? Well, how far is the gig from in Canada? I think the ones like maybe under three hours. Uh... And they and they and they usually play. Uh, Seattle's one of those weird places they usually play uh, when they tour the states. But I get kind of worried that it's still that kind of close. And then they had a bad experience at their uh, show here, which which happened right before I moved here. They played here in Tacoma, which is like fucking 20 minutes from where I'm at. Um, you know, and I'm like, oh, God, I wonder if that'll change anything about him coming back here. But then, like I said, you know, it's like there's certain places they always play when they come. You know, they always go to Texas, New York, Chicago. LA and Seattle, you know, it's weird. But uh, I'm kind of wondering if I should bite the bullet and get tickets or just wait and see what they do. Uh, I'd say wait. Yeah. 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 I, well, I think that... Uh, well, I, I tell you what, you know it's going to be a major determining factor? I think the first date of this tour, because it's starting over in Europe, I think it's maybe a month or so away. And I'm going to wait and see what the set list is, because they're notorious, especially at this stage in their career, 
uh, once they set it, they don't really change it, you know? Because at this point, they're almost kind of like like Kiss, where everything's staged out. Okay, this is a song where Eddie comes out and blah, 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 you know, and we have this backdrop and that backdrop. So once you see the first show, you pretty much know that's what it's going to be. Yeah, I've gotten to the point where I've seen Maiden so many times that, you know, it's just, it's like, dude, it's not the Iron Maiden I grew up on. You right. know, so I've seen Iron Maiden in the 80s. I never saw him with Deano, though. I didn't see the best Maiden, but, you know, I came close. Peace of mind was the first time I saw him. And I've seen everything after that. I mean, from South Florida, Peace of Mind, Power Slave, Seven Sun, uh, Somewhere in Time. I didn't see No Prayer because they canceled it because of lack of ticket sales. But I saw Fear the Dark and X Factor and a bunch of those, you know, 2000 shows but yeah. I don't care I, 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 it's like I don't give a fuck yeah and I've seen a bunch of videos where people are doing speculations on the set list and there's a lot of people who are, are predicting that it's really going to be the songs they kind of already played off of it with the addition of Alexander the Great and if it's that like if they're just doing you know wasted years and heaven can wait and Alexander the Great, maybe one other, then I'm not as enticed as, you know, you know, right. so I don't know. We'll see. And, you know, they're playing, they're also focusing on Shitsitsu and, and those songs eat up the place where you could put in fucking five other songs, you know, just with yeah. fucking one. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. But man, this would be one I would really uh, regret missing if they play, you know, some deeper cuts. Well, if, they, if you like the set list, then go. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to play it by ear. But uh, that's kind of all I have for news stories, because we just recorded the other day. Is there anything uh, else new you want to talk about or something's happened? Uh, no, not really. Um, no, I don't, I, I don't have nothing to say. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and get into the very interesting album and I have to say I think this is the oldest uh, fan paid episode I think this Ooh. one dates back yeah I think this one dates back to you know the second or third rock and pod maybe the first I don't know <laughs> um, I don't think so because I, I, I think rock and pod <laughs> one we knocked everything out it was it was two where it started overlapping and overflowing but um do you have our, our list in front of you so you can even pronounce this gentleman's name? Oh, no, I don't. Uh, all right, right. Hold on. I, Let me get on the okay. computer. I'll do it. Give me a second. All righty. <clears throat> yep, I got a list of the fan paid episodes and always scratching off. After we're done with an episode, I always scratch off the one that we just did. So let me look for right here. Okay. Open up, fucker. Okay. Uh, Eruberto Pelitroque. Eruberto Pelitroque is his name. Okay. Well, I'm going to call him, for the sake of this episode, I'm going to call him Eddie. Um, and I, I hope Eddie even still listens to the show. <laughs> I haven't seen him on the page in a long time. But if, if 
memory serves me, he was somebody who, uh, you know, because we have a lot of fans that joined Facebook just for our page. And, you know, might be people who look at it but don't post as much. Uh, and I got a feeling maybe English is not his uh, first language. Um, so, uh, and, and this album, if it's any hint, uh, the reason I put this off, this album is not even in English. This is an, a, a band from Argentina called Rip. And uh, I did some background on this stuff, and this guy who fronts this band is pretty much a legend in Argentina for, uh, you know, he had multiple bands, and in the early 80s, he stopped one band and began a new one called Riff, and they were the the first Argentinian metal band, and it was it was real big around there because I mean these people had no idea, you know. He started listening to the new wave of British heavy metal, decided, hey, I'm going to change what I'm doing, and started this band, and apparently they're pretty popular <laughs> over there. They've even opened up the they opened up for ACDC. Uh, See, who else? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Motorhead. And actually, that ACDC live video that uh, River Plate Stadium. Uh, Rip yeah. opened up that show. Oh, okay. So, and he's also uh, supposedly a lot of people think he's one of the great guitar players. BB King uh, called this guy one of the best guitar players in the world. Wow. Yeah, I don't necessarily hear it on this record, but, uh, you know, it's kind of surprising anyway, because you hear, what, there's certain bands that, yeah, you can tell, like, it's a blatant, yeah, he listens a little bit too much ACDC, but I don't hear too much Motorhead or Saxon in this, but uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll talk about a lot of the bands this stuff sounds like, but uh, yeah, this was a, it was a weird listen, listening to a full album. You know, a band I knew nothing about. I don't know the language they're speaking in. So uh, this is going to be kind of rough. But what I did, you know, I thought, fuck, i got to add something to this. I took this crash course. It's, uh, you know, uh, Spanglish for Dummies. Oh, so cool. I'm, And what I love is having you here. You know, you can, you know, I'm going to tell you what I think the title of the song is. And, uh... You know, you tell me how good I am, you know, you know, you, you grade me on my, my new Spanglish. I will do that. Okay. And what I would also like is for you to pronounce the title of each track, because I, I'm afraid I would mangle that. Okay. But, uh, but why don't you go ahead? You you talk about the, uh, or do you want me to go first? How do you want to do this? Yeah, go ahead. You go first. This song is called Que Se Rock. Que se rock. Okay. Sounds like someone likes ACDC. And according uh, to my translation here, que se rock uh, says, my mom used to smoke crack. No, you call, you're close, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, good. Well, yeah. Well, what's uh, what's it actually? <clears throat> this song... Uh, it's about how Duran Duran is a boy band. Really? Yeah, you see, uh, there is a parallel. Duran Duran, smoking crack, you know. It goes together. 
But yeah, it's somewhat hard rock. Vocals are kind of lame. But I gotta say, I like the lyrics. Oh, okay. All, All right, right, the next one called No Obstate Loco. I have this written down, so I might have wrote it wrong. No Obstante Local. Uh, what do you think of this one? Uh, I, I, I think uh, ACDC covered this on the Rock or Bust album. That's what it sounds no, like I, to me. No, I, I like that album, and Take that back. <laughs> okay, but what this loosely translates into, uh, charge that to my dad's Amazon account. <laughs> you're, you're wrong. I can understand how you uh, made that mistake. Oh, man. Uh, this song... Uh, the guy, you know, because he doesn't have the greatest voice. Uh, the lyrics yeah. are about, uh, he says, uh, I really suck at singing, but you got to admit, I'm better than Sammy Hagar. So, oh. <clears throat> great yeah. lyrics. I got to give it to this guy. This guy knows how to write lyrics. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, take the next one. It's called uh, Buen Dida Ano Lado Oscaro. I don't even know what that means when I speak Spanish. Oh, man. Well, I'm afraid I might be off on this one because I thought it was Asculo, which I know what culo is. Um, yeah, this is some black ice shit right here. But what it actually means is it's safer in my mom's ass. No, again, you're wrong. Oh, man. Yeah, see, I thought it was culo. All right. Yeah. This uh, song, the lyrics are awesome. I, this is like some of my favorite lyrics on here. It talks about the importance of saying Ralph before Ian. Huh? <clears throat> yep, that's what that song's about. Oh, did you like it? No. Uh, in this song, another dude joins them singing. They do like some, you know, harmonies where the other dudes know better. <laughs> this shit's terrible. I don't like it. No me gusta. All right, next one. Lily Malone. What do you think of that one? Oh, this sounds like some white ZZ Top shit. Uh, but uh, I, I actually did. Uh, okay, now I know you're not, you know, I'm going to get this one right. Because I looked right. up in Spanish, Lily means black man. And Maloney means leave my mom alone. So this translates into black man, leave my mom alone. Close, but no, no cigar. Um, this song, you know, um, it's a, it's a mid-tempo rocker, but what this song is saying is turn this shit off and put on fair warning. <laughs> Great lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea, so you're really helping me out here. Yeah. How, you're, all you're, right. You're, how about, you're batting zero so far, dude. Man, I'm, I'm glad I downloaded this course. I didn't pay for it. Man. All right. Uh, what's the title oh, of the okay. next one? Next one is Mala Noche. Mala oh, Noche. Mala. That's the name of this Ma one. Mala Noche. Yeah. Is CC and Ricky on this one? Whoo! Is this one bad? But uh, uh, if you translate mala noche, and that's the weird thing about Spanish is like it's small words, but it's like it means a lot, you know? 
And that loosely translates into Mark Allen Taylor's wife knew he was gay before they were married. Stop front. Wow. I don't know how you got that from that. I mean, in reality, mala noche means bad night. Like a night that's bad. And the lyrics oh, like, the, are, like, like their wedding night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, these lyrics are about how someone put on the Galactic Cowboys at a party one night. Ooh. It was a bad night. Oh, man. That sounds like a bad yeah. night. It's an even worse song. You were way off on that one. All right. Well, maybe, All right. maybe the next yeah, one. The next one is called uh, El Acuado de la Garrio. Garrio. Okay. It's yeah. funny. This one I know I'm going to get because this is one of the examples in the book. But as far as the song goes, I don't know. This is giving off some Rhino Bucket vibes. Uh, not a fan here. Boy, they're uh, they're not doing so good on the music here. But I like the sound of the lyrics, which loosely translates into Daddy likes men in officers' uniforms and Mommy is a super tramp. Close. Oh, that was the closest he came so far, I gotta say. I knew it. Yeah. This song is saying how Bad they suck, but at least they are better than Rio by Duran Duran. Oh, that's just a lie. Well, that came close to what you meant. <laughs> All right. All the, next right. One, the next one is called Estade. All right. Finally. No, I ain't going to fuck this one up. Uh, but this, this one, what is this? Some Georgia satellite shit on this song? Oh, my God. Uh, but, I mean, you would have to be pretty dumb to know Estarde translates into retarded. <laughs> Estarde, retarded. Come on. Come uh, on. Wrong again, dude. Motherfucker. Estarde means it's late. That's what Estarde means. And these oh. lyrics, yeah, and these lyrics are about when they went to a Guns N' Roses show. <laughs> oh, All right. man. The next one is called Citos Sueltos. What do you think Cito of this? Oh, my God. This sounds like bad dire straits. This band is kind of all over the map of suck. Uh, but uh, say the name one more time Citos Sueltos. Yes, yes. That means. My head's so big, I gotta wear button-up shirts. <laughs> Man, you're wrong again, dude. Fuck. Fuck. It, it means loose belt. Man, because I was kind of getting this was a concept album. I, I kind of know who they're talking about, but I'm not sure. Oh, man. Uh, All right. This song, this song almost has a country bumpkin feel to it. <laughs> And uh, this song is saying, we will stop playing this shitty song if you bring Jeff Beers back on. Oh, and you got a deal. They got a deal. Yeah. The last verse goes into this whole thing about who the hell else buys albums out there that there's two bands on one album. It's awesome. <laughs> I love this. I love, I love the, dude, this lyrics is like, Bond Scott who? This guy's oh, the man. shit. I don't know. I might have been. 
I, I might have been able to overlook the shitty music if I could enjoy these great lyrics. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was enjoying it. Let me tell you. Uh, all right, this next one is called Vergüenza Adena is the next one. What do you think of this one? Oh, man. This one sounds like like bad 80s Eric Clapton. It's like a, like a sad ballad is what I get out of it. But um, it loosely translates. And this is another one. Like, to me, thinking English, I see what, what appears to be two words. But in Spain, in Spanglish, what it translates to is mom tried to drop me off at the fire station, but my head wouldn't fit uh, inside the roll of doors. <laughs> Damn, dude, you're wrong. God, am I close, though? Am I close? No, no. This this means like, you know, I'm shy. They're going to. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like I don't even know this album. I listened to it twice and I really thought that this was a concept album about a retarded kid, uh, you know, and, and his, his mom's a whore and he's got a big head. But now it's like, I don't, I don't even know what I fucking listen to. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. Studying Spanish is not for you. No, I guess not. Neither is this I'm, album. I'm telling you, this song, let me talk about this song, right? All Again, right. not a fan song, but the lyrics are awesome. See, they slow down this song to more torturous sounding music and the yeah. lyrics are uh, <clears throat> the lyrics are like you know this was inspired from when I went to Keel Fest ooh true story ooh, no wonder it's no wonder it's sad yeah it's a, it's a horrible tune alright this next one is called Laga Litancia what do you think of this one oh man here here we go again back to the dire straight shit not a fan of this one, and I don't even like what it translates into because I find it, quite frankly, very racist. But uh, according to my book, this translates into so many black dongs hit me in the head for nine months. Mom put milk duds in with my formula. I don't even get that. Yeah, I, I, I believe you got that one wrong too, dude. Is it close though? Is there something about milk duds in there, or black dogs? Yeah. Oh, there's totally oh. something about milk duds. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's... Okay. Now well, not not really the milk part, but there is a part of the dud. This song, uh, all right, Laga Nitancia means you know far away. That's what it means. That's the translation, and it's a song about the freeform rock podcast. How he distanced himself from it. You know, that's where the dud part comes in. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh, all right. Let me tell you. The next one is called Elun Almen de Aguadi. I don't even know what that means. Uh, what do you think yeah. of that one? This sounds like bad Hanoi rocks. And man, what a what a title on this one! So many words. Uh, and apparently, this one, Jesus Christ, this one, they, they, they write. Lyric, song titles like prog rock shit it translates into when the pedophile loses his heart on halfway through I sometimes wonder is it me or does he just hate Jethro Toll oh <laughs> uh, you're close I gotta say you are close oh thank god yeah but no cigar uh, this song uh, I gotta say I did kind of like this one musically I had a catchy little riff and shit 
And the lyrics are like, you know, he's kind of a modest guy. He's talking about how he's not a great lyricist, which nothing can be further from the truth. But he said, he said on, he said, I may not be great, but one day I hope to achieve the brilliance of Lee Gerstmann. Ah. And that's where the pet, that's where you got the pedophile part, right? Ah, okay. I knew I was on to something. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's the next one called? Uh, Reza Dudu. Okay. Raza Dudu. Uh, this sounds like some bad 90s shit to me. And this is where it kind of loses me as a concept album, because I feel like most of these songs are all about the same person. But there's this other guy that, you know, drops into a couple of song titles. This one translates into Mark hates Ghost almost as much as the new guy in the Daffy Duck costume that constantly gives him wedgies at work. <laughs> uh, you're wrong, but that was a good that was a good one. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Uh, this one has some cool revs. Then, then the dual shitty vocals make a comeback. Uh, but the lyrics are, again, cool. It's like, the lyrics are saying, yeah, we may suck, but at least we're better than Pink Fraud. Ah. Yeah. ah got a point. It was better than that. Yeah. All right, the next one's called Tigre Hotel. What do you think? Okay. Of this? Well, this one's kind of, come on, this is kind of easy. Half of it's in English. Uh... This is some more bad ZZ Top shit. But the title translates into Why is my mom's new apartment at a hotel? And why do my uncles have to pay the rent every half hour or hour? Kind of a long you're title. Really, yeah, you're far off. You're far off there. I thought I was close with the hotel. Yeah. Think of that hotel. Uh, the lyrics aren't even about, and it's like, you know, it's Tiger Hotel, what it means. And the lyrics oh. aren't even about a Tiger Hotel. Uh, this song is about the guy who donated for this episode and how much he sucks. <laughs> oh, Eddie meant well, goddammit. Yeah, whatever. Uh, All right, next uh, one. Next, okay. The final one. Yeah. Which, which I kind of got depressed because it was cool storytelling time with this dude. All right, the yeah. next last one is called Estamos Actos. Estamos Atos. Uh, yes. This, this one sounds like bad Udo to me. Uh, but I find uh, this to have the most offensive title out of all these. I'm not a fan of a lot of these titles, or at least what I thought they were. I found a lot of them very offensive and very racist. Uh, but this one, you know, I, I can see why this is released in Argentina and not in the U.S., because you can't get away with saying shit like this. This title translates into... Check out Freeform Rock Podcast. What hypocrites. Oh, man. Not yeah. only does, does this album suck, but, the, you know, the, the singer hates our show and loves Freeform. <laughs> nope. Nope. Nothing going to be further than the truth. Remember that song, Distance? Oh, okay. Yeah, he was telling people not to listen to Freeform. Oh, um, Estamo, it means, the, the, the title of the song means it's loud. And uh, this was inspired when he went to some party and somebody was playing Godsmack at a very low volume. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there is our uh, 
<laughs> there, there is our very entertaining review, and I did not mean the thing I said. Oh, this guy sucks. You don't suck, but this band does. Yeah. Holy moly. Holy moly. I can see why we put this one off. And quite honestly, I didn't know if we were going to be able to do this. I didn't know if I'd be able to find this. And I, I had to do some searching to find this shit. He, even Mr. X has a hard time finding Argentino metal, you know. Well, you but, know, uh, look, and, and I got to say this in the defense because, you know, we're, we're, we're stupid Americans. You yeah. got to understand, Argentina, all those Venezuela, all those places, they crush us for their love of music. They make us look like peons, okay? We're nothing compared to them when it comes to the love of music. And this is a band from Argentina, their people, singing their language, so they love it. I understand the love. Believe me, you guys are superior to me, and I'm a dumb American that doesn't get your music. But I totally love, adore, your passion of music. I mean, my favorite, gotta say, my favorite places I ever played was, um, you know, South America. Man, I gotta tell you, when I played, um, oh my God, what's the name of that fucking country? God damn it. Oh my uh, God. I forgot the name of the country, damn it, because I'm having a brain fart. But we played a gig. Look at this shit. Tell me this is not insane. Ecuador. No, no, not Ecuador. God damn it. Whatever. Uh, I'll remember before the show's over. Um, Endor. We, we played a gig. We played a gig. Yeah. And insane. These people are insane. You know, they're fucking passionate. They knew the words to our songs and their broken English. They were great, right? So then after the gig, <clears throat> I go outside and there's like three or, yeah, it was like three or four kids. Oh, Dr. Falk, Dr. Falk coming up to me and shit. And I'm like, oh, cool. Hey, what's up, guys? This and that. Dude, turned out these dudes traveled two and a half hours on a bus to come to that gig and they didn't have money for a ticket. They just wanted to come meet me. How amazing. So uh, I went in and got, I went in and gave them all t-shirts. It's like, fuck that. You came here. You're going home with t-shirts, man. That's amazing. That's, that's the passion these fuckers have, you know? So yeah, man, I, I love your countries. I love your love for music. And for me not liking this, believe me, I'm wrong. You're right. And Ian's always wrong. So I go yeah. there. I wish they had this, the same passion for learning English. So. God damn it, I worked hard on this episode. God damn it. <laughs> Didn't get shit right. Didn't like the fucking album. God damn. Fuck the fans. Fuck the fans. Oh my Except god, that. this is never ending. And never <laughs> fucking ending. Look, just today. Just today. Alright, scratch another one off. Oh, somebody got a hold of us from the list of people that didn't say what they wanted. Oh, put another one on. It just... It's stagnant. It's like we got six left now. But we may have more than six if other people that haven't said what they want say what they want. So I beg you all, shut the fuck up. We got your money, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, man. You, get, you know, they get free episodes. Oh, we don't <laughs> charge them for the episodes we do. And they yeah. love us. They donated. Dude, just you gave us money for shit. For all the fucking joy we gave your life. Fuck your donation. 
Thank you. Yeah, now buy, now buy a t-shirt. God damn it. Tonethreads.com. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> buy a t-shirt. We need that t-shirt, buddy, because that shit gets split both ways. Like yeah. somebody's mom. Oh. Yep. <clears throat> but, uh, all right. Well, you know what time it is now, Ralph? Hey, 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 hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I got to say, in honor of this episode and our, our, our um, guest who paid, well, not our guest, but our, our listener who paid for this, can you sing it in Spanish? Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. Es el único tiempo que tú puedes decir Ian ante Ralph. Este el pique de la semana. <laughs> I love it. I, love, yeah. I wish I had some wish I had some maracas to play in the background. Yeah. Alright. Uh well my pick of the week is is a band from another country that uh is good enough to sing in fucking English. Sepultura. God damn it, if Sepultura can learn fucking English, why can't this band? God damn it. Make me work yeah. so hard. Uh and I do love me some Sepultura and I'm just I'm just recommending a band today I'm, I'm not even picking a fucking album but i will say and i know this is going to fall on a lot of death ears but uh i need, want to recommend people that to give the Derek green era a chance especially the later albums i can see maybe not so much the first two that they did even though i enjoy them i think they still kind of had that you know new metal hangover of roots uh which i, I still like roots too but, uh, man, especially the last, like, four or five, man, it, it's just full-blown. They're back to being a thrash band, and I think it's quality shit. And, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with the older shit either. And, uh, you know, I, I might as well throw in Soulfly there, too, because I think they're another one. They started out, yeah, they were all on that new metal trip, and by the fourth album, that shit was all gone, all those, you know, special guest vocals by Fred Durst and shit. That shit was all gone, man. They're just a fucking metal band now, you know? They had Fred so, Durst on an album? Yeah, he was on the very first Soulfly album. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, all kinds of fucking new metal people on that shit. Dude from Corn, all kinds of shit, I think. But, uh, but, but yeah, they, to me, they really got back on track when they got, and unfortunately, he's not in the band anymore. But man, they got this guitar player, Mark Rizzo. Oh, this dude's incredible. He's got a solo album out that's really good, too. I mean, this guy just shreds. From the minute that guy joined, it went back to full-blown thrash. None of the new metal shit. None of the bouncing shit. Uh, so I say give it a chance. Uh, Sepultura, Soulfly, all that shit. Cavalier Conspiracy. Pick of the week. Right on. All right, my pick of the week is uh, Sepultura, uh, Beneath the Remains. My favorite Sepultura album. The one Hell after yeah. called the one after call rise is really good, and after that I don't give a fuck. And fuck Soulfly, I saw them open for Pantera and on the Oz Fest, and they're terrible. I went to go see Soulfly once because the opening band was Devastation from Texas. It's like this mm -hmm. very I saw Devastation like in 1989 with uh, Bolt Thrower and Malevolent Creation, so they they reformed. Now, they're probably gone again, but they were opening for Soulfly. So I went yeah. to the Devast yeah, I went to see Devastation, and then we left. But on our way out, we saw Matt. <laughs> and oh, yeah? we took a picture with him. Hey, man. You're and then, you know, I was with Willie, and Willie's like, dude, are you playing any Sepultura? He's like, 
yeah, man, we're gonna play Troops of Doom and this, you know, this and that. And we're like, oh, and, and those are songs we love. Uh, and we still went home. Damn. Uh, uh, but Beneath the Remains is, to me, historic, man. It's just so brutal from beginning to end. It, was, it has its own personality. They're not copying nobody. It's, you know, almost death metal-ish. Coming a little bit out of the craziness of uh, schizophrenia and morbid visions. But yeah. to me, they never, and I love Arise. I'm a huge fan of Arise. But Beneath the Remains is their Sergeant Pepper, man. It's their, I don't think they will ever, ever do anything better than that, ever. They, that's the greatest album they ever made. So that's my pick of the week. Sepultura with Beneath the Remains. That damn good one. All right. Well, now it's time to go into Fan of the Week. And, Ralph, I'm going to need you one more time to pronounce this gentleman's name for me, please. Eliberto Peretecco, I believe. Cool guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, man, you want to talk about whew, being patient. Uh, yeah, he had to wait even more than Jose Gonzalez had to wait. Ralph just doesn't like Spanish people or people yeah, with Spanish I names. My, I hate my own kind. <laughs> But, uh, brother, I hope if you still listen to the show <laughs> that you enjoyed it and saw it. You know, it's just us poking a little bit of fun. It's pretty obvious uh, neither one of us liked the album. But we love you. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and honestly, if he listens to this show, I can't think he would honestly expect us to like this anyway. Yeah, uh, come on. You know, but maybe it's his way of paying tribute to this. Like I said, this guy... And he passed away in 2005, I believe, in a motorcycle accident. But this guy is very beloved in Argentina. So maybe just as, maybe this guy is who turned him on to metal in the first place. Very well could have been. You know, if this guy kind of brought metal to Argentina, this could have been this guy's gateway to find some other shit. So if that's the case, uh, you know, fucking A. But, uh, yeah, one of our shortest reviews, but you still got your money's worth because we, we worked on this shit. God damn it. We, we brought the ha-has. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you enjoyed this uh, Spanglish episode, come back next week. Well, fuck. The way we're doing it now, come back the next day. Because we're going to do another one of these fan-paid episodes right here on the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Mama, beat you. I'll beat you, motherfucker. Blame.